You know a barbecue? No. Yeah. You look like a big beard having motherfucker. <laughs> Almost would be no, no. I'm, I'm saving everything just to let you know. So get it Why? off. What get you it, saving it off. for? No, get what it you, off. See, what's trying off. to conserve their energy see, for the show? See, because all this ain't gonna be at the at the front of the show. So you, <laughs> so you getting rid of your good material no, no, now. Okay, so forget, forget what I said. Mine, forget know? what I said. Forget what I said. Hey man, how y'all fellas been doing? Chilling, man. All right, man. Cool, man. Everything been all right. Families, 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 good, man. You know. Families are good, shit. Right, you know, living, living out here, a married oh, life. Man. You know what I'm saying? You finna talk about these damn chickens. You know I am. <laughs> I know he's finna talk about it, bro. You got you got a horse in the race? Nah. I ain't had the other chicken sandwich. Kid, where you at, man? You ain't had either one of them? I had Chick fil A one. Uh, Chick fil A? My man. You had both? Yeah. You had extra pickles. You, extra pickles. you, had, you had the Popeyes one? Yeah. What you think? Chick Fil A all day, man. Anybody trying to hit Popeyes that Popeyes one? It, it, it was bad to you, though. Nah, it was. It's good, but I feel like it's it's too much hype, man. Anybody in here seen the Great Hack? Nah. The Great Hack. No, I always wanted to watch it though. Jesus Christ, I ain't never seen. Man, it. We supposed to be taking this podcast. Break <laughs> <laughs> that. Give us a, your synopsis, man, man. Basically, man, just to make a long story short. The Great Hack talked about, um, like, basically how they was using the internet, you know, for just all these different campaigns. Obama used it. Trump used it. Right. How they used it to um, kind of just, like, rile up Trump base, making fake pages for Black Lives Matter, and then they'll turn right around and do one for Blue Lives Matter. So it's basically Russia creating all this, mm -hmm. you know, interference, and basically it's just showing the power of the internet. Yeah. Okay. The Popeye's Chicken Sandwich has been out for how long? Like five, like, six months. Like months. Has it been? It, it say new on the thing. Nah, it's been out? out for a while. It's been out for. A, oh, a, so they just taking care of them. So what they, on the marketing side, they using then. the the whole oh, restaurant okay. Twitter battle. Exactly. Basically, just using the power of the internet. Got everybody going crazy, and it's gonna do business. It's gonna it's just gonna do cause. wonders for both of them. It ain't yeah. just gonna benefit Popeyes. It's gonna, gonna benefit Chick Fil A too. Chick Fil A. So these anybody got a chicken sandwich out right now. So just using the power of the internet, boom, explode. So what you're saying is we got to throw shots at another podcast. No, what I'm Joe saying. Rogan, what's good? <laughs> We've been seeing your podcast. Joe Rogan can fight, bro. Man, what that mean? Yeah, right. You know <laughs> my like record in the street? Like three, we right. got kids, This is Javon Berry. This is me. Oh, nah, I'm just playing, Joe. We, uh, we, we, uh, I seen, seen show for this. It's a nice show. What up, what up, what up? I am Javon Berry. I am Zamar Tompkins. What's up, niggas? <laughs> <laughs> and this is the Bass Lines and Beats podcast. That's uh, that's Chris Shields, by the way. Yeah, Ether. What's up? You don't need, you need know what yeah. it's your, uh, yeah. yeah. your one, your one stop shop for hoop, hip hop, and everything related to the Yeah, coach. baby, we back. You know what I'm saying? Ain't we no taking shots. Way. I do not know. Uh, Hey, man, I'm, I'm just kidding, man. I'm just joking. I'm just joking, man. You know everybody be. Yeah, I mean, you know we, you know we keep it cool. You know. We just joking. Um, so uh, let's um, uh, how y'all fellas been? We good? Chilling, man. Good. Yeah, Chilling. Chilling. Great, man. Right, man. Great. Want to give a uh, special shout out to Joe Rogan, man. We uh, seen your podcast, and I got a few words for you, but I'm gonna save it for later. Check your Instagram DMs, sucker. Um. Y'all wow. <laughs> that was like an easy layup, but I'm gonna let you live. That was like one of them, you know how you take the shorty and you just put them up to the rim. That was that's, one that's of them, what but that I, was. But I'm gonna let you All right, live. Cool, bro. man. You gotta choose your battles, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna let's let you live. Man, we wanna give a shout out to the baseline squad, man. Appreciate all the support that we've been getting thus far. Please follow us on the all uh, forms of social media. Um we're gonna have a new audio house coming soon, so uh we'll keep you up to date on that. Um fellas, man, we'll uh 
Guess see what we're getting into today, man. We can start with um this boogie injury, man. What y'all uh how y'all feel about that, man? Everything that's going on with the man and uh how you think that affect the lake show? It's unfortunate for Boogie, man, having the the three worst sports injuries you have. Tore the Achilles, tore the quad, tore the ACL. No, like 18 months or something wild like that, right? 20, 20 months? 20 months, man. That's wild, so that's, that's, a, that's tough, man. Tough. That's and you feel bad for him, man, because this was a player who was, you know, went to the Warriors and was trying to, you know, work <clears> himself <throat> back into, you know, showing the world, you know, hey, ain't nothing changed in my game. I'm still the same boogie, same all-star boogie I was in New Orleans. Then, you know, you got the injury, don't win the championship, come to the Lake Show. Another chance to, you know, have a little resurgence in your career and yeah. bam, ACL. So that's it's tough, tough timing too. What you feel about it, Z? Yeah, I I, I feel for him just because, um, especially in, in this NBA game that we, we getting used to now, you see it a lot where the players don't get the market that they that they feel they deserve, so they bet on themselves. And we watching Boogie do that for a second time, and it ain't finna work out for him, at least not this year. Right. And it's like he came over to the Lake Show, and I was hoping that, you know, him being with AD and Braun was going to be a whole new situation for him. Uh, I was super excited to see he done whipped himself into a whole new shape. He out here looking mad skinny, but still ready to get down there and do some dirt. And it wasn't finna be as much weight on his shoulders as it would have been in like Sacramento or him in AD and New Orleans and all that kind of stuff. And I was I was out here championing for him, just like hoping that he could have a comeback uh, season and down the drain now. So I'm yeah. hoping he do get back though. It's a wrap yeah. on the, the max contract. Them days over. With. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, too many. It's a wrap. Yeah, it's, it's scary, man. It's like. Uh, Remind me how D Rose had unfortunate injury after unfortunate injury mm-hmm. after unfortunate injury. So that's sad to see, man. But with this happening, does this affect how good you think this Lakers team is going to be this year? Um, him losing out on, you know, them losing out on a player like him? I don't really think so. I, I wasn't really expecting, um, was hoping more so for him personally. Right. That he could have a good year, but I wasn't really expecting him to have that great of an impact on the Lakers. Um, because, again, you don't really know what you quite getting. You know what I'm saying? I think we was all going off the hopes of what he was and then what we saw in little spurts with the Warriors. You still hoping for that, but there's no guarantee that that's what you was going to get. So I kind of was on the fence about, you know, how much of an impact he was going to have anyway. What do you think, Z? Um, it do kind of bring the talent level down a little bit, but mm-hmm. just like she'll say, you know, we hoping that he could live up to something instead of we're depending on him to come through and be boogie that we used to know. Because you know you're looking at it on paper. Right. So <clears throat> uh, they, st- they still got a lot of talent. I think uh, they, they are in a situation where they do got to find somebody to fill that spot. Uh, I ain't been super ecstatic with the names I've been hearing just because they talking about, like, you know, the Dwight, Dwight Howard, Margin Gortat, uh, who else they say? Um, Joe Kim Noah. Joe Kim Noah. And it's like, do we have any the younger guys? Force. You know what I'm saying? Lonzo Mourner. Is a healthy Dwight Howard that bad, though? I, I would I don't, I don't think I don't think a healthy Dwight Howard that bad, but <clears> at the same time, we still taking a risk, though. 
You know what I'm saying? Just because, you know, last time, you, you got to think about last time Dwight was in L.A., uh, he had a circus. We we giving Dwight a chance to try to rewrite who we think Dwight is now. Yeah, but I, I don't think you can compare to <clears throat> last time he was in L.A. Cause last I, don't, time, I don't think you couldn't either, though. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's like, okay. you know, okay, you know, you was in L.A. last time and you was acting a fool. I don't, I don't think it's the same thing, but same time, I would rather find like a 20-something-year-old who you know? But who? Who you going Because you you think you think about teams with like with championship runs when they look at backup bigs and stuff like that. Warriors had Zaza Pachulia, Andrew Bogut. The Heat was going after Eric Dampier and Joel Anthony and I'm I mean, talking about plug yeah, in the field. You think about like the the three names that we just mentioned. Uh, Dwight Howard played okay. like nine games last year, right? Okay. Joe Kim Noah. Most people didn't even know he was in the league last year. He played year. the last couple months of uh, uh, last about, season. I need a year, No, I'm just bro. saying, though. I mean, just saying, <laughs> no, he, I, looked, I he looked pretty good. He looked pretty serviceable. Yeah, but, like, <clears throat> trying to make a championship run, we ain't, no, you facts. know, and Martian Gortat, I don't even know where he been. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I heard Fareed in uh, most space, too. Yeah, I heard that most space. Yeah, I heard most space. Kenneth Fareed looked solid in Houston last I'm, year. I'm, I would... Be he's undersized. Okay yeah, he's undersized. I would. I ain't too worried about that just because the NBA we playing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, AD talking about he don't want to play the five, but yeah, he's been saying that for years. Yeah, I don't. I don't see too. Like, it ain't too many teams out there that got a, a five that you you have to put somebody on the floor for. Okay, you know what I'm saying especially in the West. <clears throat> so it's uh what well, uh, the teams that you would think they would probably run up against. Fair. You know what I'm saying? Like we talking about the Battle of LA. Like who who they got playing center in uh, the Clippers? Um, I don't know who who. That's what I'm saying. Zubac over there. Zubac yeah, over there. Mm. Um, the only other big I can think of is uh Harold. Yeah. So like if we do get Kenneth Reed and AD just really don't want to play the five, mm-hmm. I ain't tripping off that, but. I just, I just don't want them to go, go get nobody where it's like, you know, this person is coming here trying to rewrite their legacy or they had a a good string of games last year. And now mm-hmm. let's go get like I want somebody who we can depend on to be serviceable. Cool. So it don't it don't really concern you that 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 boogie got hurt or is affecting the team like that. Juice Shield said what he said, but I mean, it's a small concern just because, okay. you know, we we had a center. Mm-hmm. Now we need to go get somebody to replace that center. Okay. But like I say, we already had Boogie who we was, you know, giving him a chance to to prove himself and make a max deal. And it, it looked good with the situation just because Boogie's younger. He had a, a year to, to come off the, the last major injury he yeah. had. Uh, he got a little hurt uh, for playoffs last year, but, you know. He had a little time to bounce back from that. He's looking good all summer leading up until yeah. the, the the new injury. Yeah. So um Yeah, I, lost I, a ton of weight and everything. Yeah, so I I, I think it's uh <clears throat> it's an issue that we, we do gotta address, but I don't think it's like something that's just like, Oh yeah, no, nah, Lakers not a favorite no more. Okay. Yeah, no, because, I mean, if we really wanna go back to last season and just think about how the season started are y'all really against JaVale McGee starting? No. He had a hell of a season last year no. and was putting in work. JaVale's super side. The energy that he give you, he going to block shots, he going to jump it down low. Them days was yeah. over with. Yeah, no. All, all I need from him is to, to do the stuff that he did to start the season last year and sustain it. Yeah, right. that, and that's his issue. That's why they limit his minutes so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if that was the case, you would be looking for a serviceable backup to play for him. I, I don't know what it is with him. But uh, question, man, 
What y'all think about the the uh, Royce White comments? Matter of fact, let me uh hold on, I'm gonna play the clip. He's one of those dudes that you know he ain't like me. He don't talk like brash and and straightforward like that. But he has those morals and principles, you know. Um, and he, he's given too much to the game for them not to allow him to play or for them to, you know, kind of culturally just make a make a decision or an agreement that he's not good enough anymore. All of us here that play the bat play the game at the highest level know how good Melo is and, and we know that there's no way that the Lakers would go out and sign Jared Dudley and not sign Carmelo Anthony and another question is while a guy like LeBron is walking around here like he's the face and voice of the players uh -oh. how is he letting his banana boat brother hang out there in the wings and they go sign Jared Dudley and not Carmelo uh -oh. if anybody watching this thinks that Jared Dudley can hold Carmelo's jock strap I'll slap you First of all, <laughs> first of all, go on, get it, go on. Who are you? Why are you talking about some, um, he ain't brash like me and blah, 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 bro. What's your name, bro? Where you from? State your name, gangster. Like, what, like, what, what is he talking about? Like, seriously, then, you know, you know, us, we've played at the highest level. The highest level. That was you my played, issue with you, the joint. You played what? Played, the highest level. He played I, at the highest level. He went to what? Iowa State. He went to. I, I, I just brought it up. He went to Iowa State, and he didn't make it to the league. Nah, he made it to the league, but didn't he have something with? Uh, he couldn't fly. He, for, he didn't want to fly because he had. Uh, I think it was anxiety. Yeah, something. Oh like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he, like, he, he, he got drafted. I'm pretty sure it was by Houston. Wait, wait, what? Uh, what pick he go? Is uh, 16th, I think he just said. Oh man, he just missed the lottery. Yeah, uh, he was at the highest level. 2012 round one, 16th pick. Iowa State is where he went to. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm pretty sure he got drafted by. Uh, no, it's a Sacramento. Okay. I thought it was Houston, but it's like Sacramento. Okay. Where, where, where he play at now? Big three. What? Oh no, he in the uh, in the big three. in the big three. Yeah. Didn't he do UFC too? The who? I think he did UFC as well. Like fighting? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Watch your smoke. <laughs> watch your smoke, bro. Nah, because <laughs> I, I, I should be able to say what I because like dude, you talk. <laughs> Just go ahead, talking man. About you played at the highest. Royce level. White don't want this smoke. Yeah, go ahead, Z. It's, it's three of us and plus kids. Well, so we it's got four kids. Of us, man. Let's go, man. Z, you had them yourself. You played yeah. at the highest Why level. Why y'all keep trying to include everybody when y'all want to pick <laughs> fights with your <laughs> UFC don't fighters? Don't point at me, bro. Just gas me up, man. I, I got your back, bro. All right, man. <laughs> you a bad influence, man. Hey, man. Listen, yeah. man. We got to do what you got to do. Push this to the next level, man. Nah, but but the the thing because he he made some some solid points and is but about LeBron, right? Nah, not that. That was solid as hell. Nah, shut yeah, up. Walk around like right, he the bro. face of the league. Yeah, chill, chill. He said that. I, I ain't catch that. He said that. Yeah. Now, you know, <laughs> Look at shit. Said, uh, like face of the players association. Face of the players association. Yeah, yeah my bad. But. Like and then, like it was like okay, you making solid points. Then you try to point a finger at LeBron as if LeBron can just say, "Hey, go get Melo, put him on his team." You right think LeBron got that much cachet in the organization? I think he could probably say, you know, it'll be a cool idea if we get Melo. But I don't think it's like you know, LeBron finna just walk upstairs, go sit at somebody's desk, and just like, "Yo, sign Melo right, right now." Why did they sign Jared Dudley over Melo? Why is it a thing of Jared Dudley? Or mellow Because like, they, they play the same plenty position of, Plenty of free that's, what, that's what Royce White said Okay so they're the, the only position. two Small forwards out there On the free agent market No With the ones that They That the Lakers sign Because it's Brian And Jared Dudley What other small forwards again? No but I'm saying But why Okay why is it a Only them two to That's what I'm saying Oh why did Why Because it seemed like Melo the one being blackballed and it seemed like he'd be a good fit. But, that, but that's That's just <laughs> That's just corny as hell Is Melo being blackballed I, I feel like he is Yeah 
I don't know if I'm going to go as far as blackball. I think it's just a, a issue of your game. We talked about this before. Okay. The game, what you going to bring to the floor, what you going to bring to our organization, what championship team is ready to just plug Melo in and got the shots to give him to get going because Melo is not one of them. He's not like instant offense. But Jared Dudley is. He's – no, and I'm not, not saying Jared Dudley Jared is. I'm, I'm not making it a thing of Jared Dudley or Carmelo. I'm just saying Carmelo Anthony. Jared Dudley, that's a whole different story of, you know, what he bring. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, he, I mean, he's a good team chemistry guy. Yeah. He can't knock down an open shot. That's true. If you were GM, would you prefer to have him or Melo? It depends on what you need, though. You know what you need. You're the Lakers. Right. Would you need Jared Dudley services or... Carmelo Anthony's. You might need Jared Dudley services okay. more than you need Carmelo Anthony. You got it. Because Jared Dudley might provide something that's not needed necessarily on the basketball floor where you got that part of it covered. Locker room chemistry can, and stuff like can that. Can Carmelo right. provide you that? Because as I'm on, I'm on, I'm going to always say this whenever we bring up this Carmelo thing. If Talk we talk in the Lakers, do we have the shots to give you? Because just think about it. You had LeBron. AD, before Boogie got hurt, you planning on Boogie getting, you know what I'm saying, some of them touches. So, cools. like, cools, like, green. do we got this to go around this to give true. you? It's true. Yeah, and even, like I say, I do feel like he's being blackballed. I don't feel like it's to the point where it's like the owners had a secret meeting in a dark room with one lamp over the table, and they was just like, yo, we got to make a pact to say we're not going to give Melo a job. But Maybe, man. I do, like... It, like I feel like he deserves to be on it on someone's team, but I just I feel like it's got to be more than his talent level to just say that he's not in the league now. Okay. Then you got to think too. They attaching you know a bad story that's gonna follow him around, whether it's deserving or not. Right. You know, that's a different story. But that is attached to him, and some people might just be like, you know, we don't want to deal, deal with it. it. And it don't help neither that he spent uh, a lot of time letting other people talk for him and write his narrative before he just speak more. Did, I mean, because he what he he got released from the team from uh, Houston and win like October, November. Yeah, or something. It was fast. It was like it was, ten games. It was quick. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we ain't heard nothing from him since then until this first take interview. Right. So we spent all that time saying, "Oh, or uh, Houston was your fault." OKC was your fault. Now you throw the whole New York thing was your fault too, and you spend all that time letting these people place this blame on you. Like, all right, cool. I I definitely don't have to get this dude no job because you know he got all these bad references and he ain't did nothing to turn that around. Yeah. Until he do this first take interview, now it's like okay, you know, most teams pretty much set with who they got, and now you coming in trying to get us to clear a spot. To put you on the team, he ain't getting a fair shake. I say that, he but I, I, I don't. Definitely I don't know not. if he's getting blackballed though. But he ain't getting a fair shake. All right, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So let's make uh, another transition. Let's talk about music, man. Um, since last time when you see Rick Ross uh, dropped his highly anticipated uh, Port or Miami Two. Port what now? Port of Miami Two. Okay, I thought you said Port O Miami. I thought no, you said Port that of Miami. Miami. I heard Port O Miami. Oh, well, no, it's no. Port of Miami. What is it's that? The Port of Miami. Yeah. Anyway, I guess. Um, did I get a chance to hear it? I heard it. Yeah. What's your feelings on it, man? Biggest boss that you've seen thus far? Or? Um, 
<laughs> what you laughing at, bro? Nothing, man. I'm, I'm gonna try to behave today, man. What you mean? I don't nah, understand. Man, we don't come do no damn podcast for nobody being here behaving and all yeah, their best behavior. I'm, I'm and shit. Behave here today. we go with the voices. Here we go. I'm gonna try to crawling out. I'm gonna try. They crawling. It's raining men in here. That's your jam, baby. No, that's your theme song. Did they play that at your wedding? No. <laughs> Did you request it? Your wife said no. Hey, when we was off there, man, you were trying to have a, a, a booty shaking contest with me. So relax, all right? So why you spread, why you spread the false relax. narratives on the show, relax. man? Relax. He, he said a booty shaking contest. What's wrong with this guy, man? Oh man, hey, man you, the, you, you go, just, you go you get just, banned from the content house hey, and trying to have wet t-shirt content. Hey, we're not doing that here. We come, like, to, we come to pod in the work, all right? You just like That's fuck it. flex, man. You got a microphone spray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead, man. Let's talk about Ross, man. What y'all um, feel about? And I, I thought it was solid. It wasn't it ain't my favorite Ross album. Okay. I think it's some some good joints on it. I like the um the joint with Summer Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, Summer Rain. Uh, I, I like the Drake joint. I, like I feel like that's good energy when Drake and uh, Ross get together. And it went, it wasn't the same way they did Money in the Grave, which I ain't really enjoy like that. I kind of like Money in the Grave. It's, it's decent, but it's not like you know what I'm saying up there with the rest of Drake and Rick Ross records. Like with this one, you got Drake the way you want to hear Drake on a record. You like you like so you like the what's it Gold Roses? Gold Roses. You yeah. like that better than Money in the Grave? Yeah, definitely. You? Same. Yeah. Yeah. But Gray got a bop. I think uh, it do got a bop, but you know, as far as listening to it, mm-hmm. I feel like Go Roses is better. Gotcha. But I, I I thought the album was solid, but it's, for me, it's a lot of gaps in there where it's like you know I don't necessarily need this song. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like I say, it's not my favorite Ross album. Okay. What you got, Shield? Um, I think Port of Miami Two was an album <laughs> that it had a lot of songs that I liked. But I feel like as a complete body of work, it it lacked something. It didn't it didn't really connect with me. It, I could go through it and name, and I went through, and it was probably like seven or eight songs that I liked. Yeah. But as a complete body of work, it just some was missing from it for me. Yeah, like it didn't. It just it wasn't cohesive. Yeah, like no cohesiveness. I, I I agree with that. Hey, it kind of feel like it's weird. It kind of feel like he lost his. A lore that he had. He right. don't. He don't seem like the same. You know, some was definitely different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the cool Rick Ross, even the biggest I'm, boss. I like he. I don't know if it's because he lost the weight or what, but he was on the. He was on the Breakfast Club. You know, they asked him questions. It's his whole demeanor. He like goofy now. Like yeah. I don't know if y'all seen the interview or whatever. He's he he sitting in the chat. He was just. Doing, he was like, yeah, and I was. I come in here like this, and I'm like, Joe, what's you? Supposed to be rose, man. Just chill and be cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he do that on his uh, on his snap too. Man. Yeah, I don't follow him on snap, but I don't he, either. But even even in the music, it's like like I'm always with the slick talk. It's cool, but it's it's not like it's not a it's not a vibe. It's not like when I heard Tears of Joy or Mafia music or it's like before it was like real conversational, yeah, conversational rich rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now it was kind of like you know. I'm just kind of like talking at I'm, you. I'm giving it to you. Yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of, yeah, I don't know if Mars hit like a certain level of success and they just, you know, because, um, and there's no disrespect, but this remind me of uh, Ludacris. Ludacris got to a certain point and it's just like, I don't know if like Damn. music changed, what? <laughs> that that comparison though. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, a, I, it's like, you know, you can still rap at a, you know, high yeah. or decent level or whatever, but it's like. Ludacris rap at a high level before? Ooh. Whoa! You ain't what? Man, 
I'm not. I'm not asking the question. L- Ludacris never rapped at a high level. When did he rap at a high level? Wow. Tell me. I'm I asking. Just, what the first? <laughs> what, what's his first? Uh, uh, back for the first time was it? Yeah, that's one. Negro. Um, at least the first four albums. Chicken and beer. Chicken and beer. Was that the name of the first album? Nah. You no, said his first four albums. What's the first four albums? Let me look up Ludacris. Hell no. Nah. I don't know, man. Let me look. Ludacris rapping at a high level. His Ludacris. first four albums. Ludacris. Ludacris. Man, if you don't get that weird out Yankovic shit out of him, <laughs> Ludacris spitting, bro. What you mean? Oh my god, man. Back for the first time. Word of mouth. Chicken and beer. Red light district. That's first four. No. I know the video's silly, bro. We ain't talking about hey. the silliness of the videos, bro. We, we, I don't the, know, man. We, we talking about Rick Ross, man. I, wait, I don't no, want, no, wait, I, no. We got to have this conversation. I, I, I didn't want to set the building on fire. I'm just, you know. Chills. Ludacris ain't rap out of here. What, what are we considering rapping at a high level? Are you talking about just lyrically or are you talking about putting together an album? Because I just sat here and said Ross has these songs, 89 songs on this album that, okay, yeah, these are okay songs or good songs to me. But as a complete body of work, some not connecting. So, well, I'm, are we are we comparing bodies of work between Ludacris and Ross? No, I'm, I'm asking you about Ludacris. What, what are you comparing? Like what? what, what like when you say he's talking about just strictly rapping at a high level, lyrical or putting together well, bodies of work? Your definition because, of rapping. Because at when, high level? oh, just just lyrical. Oh, okay. I, I can still I still say Ross raps. I'm, th- my point was Ross can still rap at a high level, but the 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 content or I don't know if if, if it's because the shift in the times of the music has changed. Yeah. Since um. BMF came out, for example. Yeah. I don't know if that sound has changed that's kind of contributing to the... It's kind of like a... It's a decline in him. It's not a sharp one, but it's a a smaller one. But when I'm saying rap at a high level, I'm just taking it as that, rapping. My comment might have came from a place of I'm not rushing back to no... And not even rushing. I'm not moving at a turtle pace to no Ludacris album like whatsoever. I'm not not going back to listen to Ludacris. That's why I said, damn, because... I don't know nobody that's finna be like, yo, that new Ludacris just hit the streets, man. We gotta go get that. But like, like when he said Ludacris wasn't rapping at a high level, I objected to it because Ludacris was that dude back in the day. But <sighs> at this moment, she'll say Ludacris was never that dude. That's a different conversation. Who, who you took in a Ludacris T.I.B.? Uh, I was. What was it? What was God? was was fire. What was God was fire. Who you taking a stomp with Young Buck? Um, even though it's kind of not fair, but why you bring it up? Cause I like it. Yeah, Shut I mean, <laughs> I, I think I would go with with with, with Ludacris, uh-huh. but still, I I don't know. Like, I just ain't never looked at Ludacris like that. I can't I can't get jiggy with that shit. He's not a talented <laughs> rapper to you. I mean, no, you musically you 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 an interesting cat, bro. Because you, I be thinking you gonna be one way, and then you just like go completely left, man. I remember I talked to you, and you told me you ain't like currency. I'm divergent. Yeah, whatever that means. Um, so I, you know, you used the word cachet earlier, so yeah, I thought we was, was okay. using we was being fancy. My you, bad. Man. I'm different. I got you. Two chains. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> you quick on your feet. I like that. What we talking? So yeah. Oh, so my th- yeah. That's that's what I was basically saying though. I feel like I compared him to Luda because. I felt like Luda could still rap at a high level. I feel like Ross can still rap at a high level, but I don't know if it's the success that you're getting. Ross done opened 5,000 wing stops. I don't know if he's making... Checkers and rallies. All, big all, Buford's. All different types. He done released a book talking about, you know, the past days or whatever. I don't know if it's that. 
I, I compared it to Luda because he was an example of somebody who started doing Hollywood stuff, started Man. doing other investments, and the music didn't sound as hungry. You know what I mean? So you got to stay musically relevant too. Like maybe Ti would be a better. He's been going through a lot too. You know. Yeah, with the, the seizures and stuff. That's true. That's um, true. like you mentioned, you know, with the businesses and um, you know. Just trying to get yourself back to and and it, I don't I don't know we don't know you know what I'm saying maybe he did lose a little hunger but I feel like Rick Ross having those albums where we like whoa I think he's too good of an A and R where he can be able to put them beats together and get back into that zone like I was saying of this conversational rich rap that right. we look for from him but I mean a lot of people really like this album though so i mean we giving our personal opinions but yeah. there's a large number of people right now that say this is like one of the best rick ross albums mm. I've, I've seen that a lot now i don't agree with it deeper mm -hmm. than rap but trilla i don't mm. know man what was the one with uh tears of joy on it one of those that's uh that's teflon Don. teflon Don. Yeah. teflon Don. yeah that and Deeper Than Rap was my, my two. I think that's the best one. I think Teflon, Teflon Don is the best one. I think Deeper Than Rap, it might be number two. Yeah. But, yeah, man. I, it, I don't know. It just ain't that for me. And that's cool, you know. It's, yeah. It's not a bad album. Yeah. It's, just, it's just not. It wasn't what I was expecting. luxury rap Rick Ross that right. we come to expect. Right. Can't believe my man said Ludacris never rapped at a high level, though. That's a, <sighs> Man, Joe. It's rough out here. It must be. Ludacris got some joints, man. That's. No? Name them. Oh man, um, name a name name a uh, and, and name a, a hard ludicrous song where he ain't on no goofy shit. Well, he ain't just. What's the joint with him and Shauna? Him, Shauna, and I twenty. I think it I is. know what you're talking about. I forgot the name of it. He had a hard beat on it. Yeah, I remember. The, I can't think of his name hard. though. Um, then he had the other joint, Child of the Night. Mm -hmm. That joint hard. I don't even know. No. Never heard of it. Mm, mm, mm. Y'all about the same age. Y'all grew up together or something? You was kicking in London? Y'all no. motherfuckers cousins. He, I thought he was from here. Who? Ludacris. Is he from here? He was born out here. Who he was born at? No, he was born like Champagne or something like that, wasn't he? Somewhere out here. Went out here in Illinois. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Y'all say, man, Luda, my bad, bro. I ain't Anybody heard Little Brother album? No, man. I ain't get a chance to listen to it yet. How's it? What the fuck are we doing with this podcast? Yo, I, man? I, I'm going to be honest with you. I ain't rushed to it because Knife went in there. I still want to hear Fonte and Pooh, but I ain't rushed to it because Knife went in there. I'm going to give it, it's about like 40 minutes long, right? Jesus. Uh, yeah. yeah, maybe about, about like 40, 30 40, minutes. Something like that. I, yeah, so. We I'm getting sure. to it, Billy. We ain't even. I, I'm going to listen to it, man. I just ain't had the chance to listen to it yet. Put a knife on the next album. What you think about it though? Give us a your review. Um, I, I'm, I'm not the biggest little brother fan. I'm, I thought y'all might have. Uh... Fonte and Pooh rap at a high level. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah they right. do. Okay. They right. do. They Just do. They've higher level than Ludacris. <laughs> Damn man. Well, no, that's true. Of right now, so many shots are being fired today. <laughs> Luda the man though, man. Luda, you know you've been Ludacris. We ain't never gonna go back to Atlanta now, bro. <laughs> I'm up. already mad because he don't know where to put his restaurant in the damn airport, man. Last time we was in Atlanta, like, like, where is the restaurant at, man? Chicken and beer, baby. Where is that, though? 
He's somewhere trying to retrieve cars in Fast and Furious. <laughs> so I don't know. And but, then he the, the the smart guy on the team. Like, like and it's it, no nothing saying Ludacris can't be the smart guy. But shout out to Luda though. He a married man. Yeah, black man don't cheat. Black man don't cheat. Shout out to Ludacris, but he gotta know where to put his restaurant in there. For hey Luda, just I still think you can rap at a high level, man. But um, when you tried to diss Big Sean and them, I thought that was a little wild. But when he's saying Big Sean stole his style, stole his style and something like that, yeah. Who else dropped some music? Didn't somebody else drop some music? Um, who else dropped some heat? Mm. Oh, Rhapsody coming tonight, though. Rhapsody coming tonight. Mm. Jeezy, Jeezy coming tomorrow. No, I thought you was a Jeezy guy. I'm a Jeezy guy, man. But the last, it ain't just been. Maybe I should use Jeezy as an example. Mm. Man. Damn. See, I, I I be thinking I know him, but then he just be like, nah, I ain't Switch it up on you, man. I'm gonna tell me Nas ain't rap at a high level. Who said that? I ain't never told you that. Oh, you said he don't pick beats at high Fuck Jay Z. What's up, nigga? Damn. I know you ain't talking about me, dog. You? What? Um, excuse me, sir. We're all past that and we're all friends and we all get a lot of money together. <laughs> so But you know, she said, you know, let's let, let's get into it, man. Let's no, before we get into it, y'all seen the Meek documentary? I did. Check the uh, Meek documentary. I ain't seen it yet. What the hell going on? My yeah, head, we what gonna we take doing with this And you know what? You know what? I, prom- I, I promise to God, when you log on or you go into like your Amazon Prime, that's like the first thing you see. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting right there. CJ drawing. We just got through doing this homework. I said, man, I know I'm finna go do the pod. I said, I need to watch this real quick. But I didn't because I got CJ. So, you know what I'm saying? He not gonna let me sit and I'm not gonna be able to watch it because... In two seconds, as soon as it starts, he's going to be like, come on, let's have a drawing contest. So, I just... Cute story, nigga. Man, <laughs> hey, man, I got to be a dad, man. You got to be a father, man. Dad, you definitely got to be a father. <laughs> well, you, I'm, I'm sure you know the premise of it, so yeah. we can discuss a little bit. Um, what you think about it, how they captured it, with the, with everything, with the social justice, what his life was going through? Some of it was eye-opening. Yeah, nah, a lot of it was eye-opening, just like the whole... Story that is Meek Mill's like injustice mm-hmm. is just like ridiculous to mm-hmm. to actually see it. Uh, the project itself I thought was was super dope. Uh, I'm happy to see the people that they actually did take time to to be a part of it. Yeah, uh, use their voice and their platform to you know talk about the injustice that is Meek Mill's story. Mm-hmm. But just like the the story as a whole is just like. Like mind blowing that it could actually happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like he he got locked up like and been on probation for eleven years. Right. All the 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 hoops that the judge got him jumping through and all that kind of stuff and just the way she's handling the case, which is like which seems like it's something that's impossible, but it's like literally happening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I know we all we all know about the the whole thing where she brought him and Nikki to the back and was like, you know, I want y'all to do a remix to this song, whatever. The boys to men. You know what I'm saying? And and give shout outs to to me and such and such and yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. And it's like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, you got my life in the balance right now. You sitting here trying to EP a, a, a executive producer album. Like, are you serious? Yeah. That, She's trying to make Christmas carols. Like, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> like, this is my life right now. And then, like, the, the whole thing, like, he said it was... Um, one of his arrests, so I think, like, I can't remember what it was. I think it was, like, a driver's class or something, mm-hmm. some sort of class that he had to go do that she had set up, and it was, like, something that her friend owned. Yeah. And when he got there, she was there, just just there, just hanging out, which is 
against the law. Yeah, she had some kind of weird infatuation with this man. Yeah. It was weird. Like when she, like he said, she would. He would come in. She would comment on his appearance. I don't like the way your hair cut, or just, just, just weird little stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so I was glad to see that uh, eventually she was tossed off the case, and he got. Uh, she got tossed off. Yeah, I don't know if they put that in the movie, but that was in the news. That he finally got it. That, that wasn't in the documentary. That was in the news. They, he ended up getting a new trial judge. Um, but the the whole the whole documentary as a whole was eye opening because you see all the little nuances and stuff you went through as a shorty, and um, to see the crooked cops, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and how that just led to that man being in the system and any little thing. I didn't know he had like if he moved from one place to another in Philly, he had to let them know. Yeah, that's like the most inconvenient shit ever, bro. Like, oh, I had to move my uh, video shoot fifteen minutes away. And if you didn't let them know, now you're in violation. Now you got to go to another hearing. It's like, it's it's, it's crazy. It's madness. You know what I mean? It's, it's crazy to think, too. Just like you say, if you in Philly or whatever and you stand at such and such and, you know, sudden, something happened with yeah. your kid and you want to go home and be with your son, you right. got to call and say, oh, yeah, I'm going home tonight. I, that's crazy. That's yeah. bananas. And you a grown man. Yeah. So I, I get I get him major props for having that happen. And... um. When Jay was on there when he was talking about it, he was like, you know, a lot of mothers could have just been like, yo, I, I'm, I'm cool. You know, I got mothers working with me. I'm not finna voice my opinion or I'm not finna put my neck out there for everybody else. He doing a whole social justice campaign. And he, I remember he did an interview with the Breakfast Club when he first came home. And he said, you know, I really don't want to be no social justice person. You know what I'm saying? I just want to, you know, live my life or whatever. And that's completely understandable given all the shit you've been through. Mm-hmm. But then over time, he kind of been like, you know what? No, I should speak on this uh, experiences. I should form this coalition to uh, make sure I'm doing my part to prevent what's happening to everybody else. And I just think that's extremely dope. So kudos to him on his part, man. Definitely kudos to him on his part. <sighs> so that's going uh, to drive us into our next topic, man. We um, all seen the news. With um, Jay-Z's partnership with the NFL, Mm. Um, uh, what's been reported that he's been slated to uh, orchestrate or curate the halftime performances for the Super Bowl, as well as implementing, we don't know exactly what, some kind of social justice platform with the NFL. I want y'all thoughts on it. Um, We've been seeing both sides of the argument, seeing a lot of wild stuff, man. So uh, let me know what y'all thinking about it. Um, cool. Because you ready, man. It's time to get serious. Ah, Okay, my bad. Straighten yourself out. My bad. Thank you. Um, yeah, nah. On the on the surface, man, it's it's crazy. It looked wild. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just noticed what you got going on. You seen just, it? You seen noticed, it? You seen it? You a lame? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Hell, man. I'm not. Yeah, I oh, just, I I'm just not. noticed what you got going on over here, <laughs> man. Yeah, man. You know you he laid turd, that out turd, last night. Like, it's the first day of school, man. Like he finna, he finna set fire to this podcast. I am, baby. I'm taking it to the next level, baby. One foot on both sides of the fence. It's not my brother. Go ahead, though. My bad. Yeah, nah. But yeah, nah. On the surface or whatever, like when you first see it, or whatever, it 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 looked crazy, it sound crazy, and we trying to we trying to figure out what's going on because it looked like like you know when you see like a a racist dude, you call him out on being racist, and they like, oh I ain't racist, I got a black friend, you know right. that's nice. what it looked like the NFL, the NFL did doing. just when got a black friend and Jay Z, okay. but um, what I'm not down with is. All the people that's so quick to just say, oh, Jay-Z sold us out. He did this, did that, whatever. 
Um, we don't know what what Jay doing. Right. You know, we we hearing all kind of reports, but then days later we hear reports saying that those reports aren't true. <laughs> Shit been wild. You know dude. what I'm saying? Like, oh, uh, Jay Z had stabbed Jermaine Dupri in the back because Jermaine Dupri was gonna sign that deal, and and now Jay Z did it after he told Jermaine Dupri not to do it, and JD come out and say that never happened. Then you hear, oh, uh, Jay-Z had a conversation with Colin Kaepernick before he went and signed the deal. And then Jay-Z was like, oh, you know, it's, it's cool. You're hearing that, all that kind of stuff. And you're hearing Colin Kaepernick saying that wasn't no good conversation or that, that conversation never happened or whatever the case is, whatever. So I don't like people that's so quick to to say that Jay sold us out when it's not like the same thing with Kanye because I've been hearing a lot of that comparison and stuff too because mm. with Kanye – you see exactly what Kanye's doing when Kanye's doing it. Plus, okay. Kanye don't have, like, the best rap. Okay. So, like, Kanye go on TMZ and say slavery's a choice. He's wearing MAGA hats. He's hugging Trump, telling everybody, I love this man so much. Jay not doing it. Mm-hmm. Jay signed the deal. We, we Some <laughs> of us feel like, you know, it's a seat at the table. Some of us feel like Jay sold us out. I feel like we got to wait and see what happened with it. Hey, kid, you getting good shots of Shields, man. You getting them? Go ahead, Shields. I, I've been, I know you've been. Uh... It's just, man, it's it's a lot of layers <clears throat> to this whole. It's like an onion. I don't even know what to call it. But um, for me, I don't, it's, it's a lot of things that I don't like. I'm going to start with what I don't like. Okay. I don't like that we live in this society where people feel like, if you have a talent, you can rap, you can sing. We just automatically assume there is no way that you can do nothing bad just because I like the way that you rap or I got some I hold some sort of affinity for you in my heart. Like no, if I can like you and still criticize you or look at something you do and say, "Man, that look funny." Mm-hmm. I could see my best man walking into a restaurant with my wife and I not know about it and be like, Oh, that don't something, that, that don't, don't that right. don't look right. I can yeah. say that until I find out the details. Mm-hmm. People want to just act like they just know all the information and they just know every single detail about what's gonna happen and you know what's to come because they hold this affinity for Jay Z. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the optics of that whole thing it just looks funny and it looks funny to me because I thought. Now, he never came out and said, I'm boycotting the NFL. Mm-hmm. But I thought there was some sort of allegiance with Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. because he was being blackballed. Mm-hmm. It was never, I'm boycotting the NFL because of social injustice. Right. So for Colin Kaepernick to still not have a job and you now partnering with these guys is like, okay, when did the stance change? But again, he never came out and said that. Mm-hmm. The most important thing I took from that JD clip was he said, Jay-Z told him, you know where I, where I stand, mm-hmm. but I understand what you're doing. So you know where I stand means, okay, where you stand and why are you standing where you stand? So you, you let me put a tab on that because that's a good point. Did you watch the whole video? No, I didn't. I didn't watch okay. the whole video. Um, I'm gonna let you keep going. Um, I did, and I, I'm not gonna play the whole video. The whole video is like 40 minutes. Him, Tigger, and um, well, I forget the guy name who initially told the story, um, about the Jay Z, JD stuff. JD went up there, and it's just to clarify. He went up there and said, Jay never told me to do anything. The partnership that he had, that people was reporting a similar deal, 
he still did. It was right. doing all the free shows in Atlanta during Super weekend. Bowl week, the entire week. Um, and he said it was a clip that JD posted on his Instagram where the families was telling him, telling Jermaine Dupree that he shouldn't do it. Telling him that he, families? the families of people in Atlanta, oh, t- okay. telling him that he he was uh, taking blood money. Don't do this or whatever. JD said Jay seen that clip and talked to him about that clip and the backlash that he can receive, that he would receive and is receiving. But I just don't like how it was spun like, oh, Jermaine Dupri got a similar deal that Jay-Z got. Jay-Z told him not to take the deal, and then he just ran and took the deal. If you, like... If anybody get a chance, it's on V103, it's on Tigger Show. Watch the whole clip, and it puts it more in perspective. All these things are put out there for a reason, though. Let's yeah. just be clear this about is true. that. Oh, yeah. from, from both sides. Oh, no, sure. 100%. And, I, and I, I'm going to be complete, and I'm going to agree with you, and I'm going to be completely objective. When that owner stuff came out, that could have clearly been a spin PR move from on Jay's side to be like, you know, we're getting a little mess. Hey, somebody just say, you know, I'm going to be an owner. You know, it kind of take the heat off a little bit. I don't know if that makes the most sense. I don't know if that's happening. But like you said, in the media, we never truly know. Until we know all the, the deals of the contract and everything, we don't know too much of nothing. I like what you said about being able to criticize uh, people regardless of who they are. Everybody knows I'm the, probably the biggest J fan in the world. But I'll be the first to say the optics did look bogus. Um, and this is my I get, hindsight is twenty twenty. But if I was to set that up, I wouldn't have had him sitting next to Roger Goodell. Um, when he got asked about about kneeling, and him saying how he came off saying you know we passed kneeling, I I personally feel like I understand what he was trying to say, but it could have been worded better. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Whole, it could have been worded better. Was just shady. Yeah. But again, when you watch that entire interview, he talks about how important protesting is and how important those things. This, this is my stance on it. I hate when I see when something like this happens and this division is drawn. I yep. think Shannon. I think Shannon Sharp said it the best. He was like, "Here we go again. We're not talking about the right. issue, right? We we not discussing it." So for me to hear Freddie Gibbs come out and say, "Fuck Kaepernick," why? Right. For what? Because you know you're rapping. You like Jay Z? That's stupid. Um, for for Marcellus Wiley to say what he said, and I, I should pull up the clip, but it's trying to find it. It's too long. But Marcellus Wiley basically said, um, and I'm and I'm summarizing it that uh, Kaepernick doesn't represent us one because he's mixed race, because his girlfriend isn't black, she's Egyptian, and he basically is saying like he's trying to profit off the movement. Um. But that's bullshit. And that's, you know, it's, it's, it's just... He also said, too, not to cut you off, but he also said that Colin Kaepernick cannot feel the full weight of being a black that's man. garbage, bro. Which I thought was complete. Now, see, this, 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 what's wrong with that statement is when things happen in this country, we ask and we, you know, we plead so much for white people to stand up and say something when there's issues going on. Mm-hmm. So now something going on and you got the biracial man who stands up takes a you know a knee in support of hey we need to raise awareness on this and now we telling him uh you can't fully understand what we go through because you're not all the way black like you know I, we gotta I, we gotta pick a side of yeah. how we want to go about things i think yeah. i am gonna play a little bit of the clip you know why this is marcellus wiley talking about colin kaepernick this platform of kneeling and what does it really mean because the identity of those who are leading it has always been in question. Let's keep it 1,000 up here, because my past Ooh, is hot. My past <laughs> has expired for this. 
The pass has expired. I've been going back and forth with this from day one at ESPN. Let's go. Kaepernick comes from a situation where he's never felt the full weight of these injustices. This is a mixed race guy who was raised by a white family from Wisconsin to Central California. Respect. That does not disqualify you from talking for us. But when you make missteps and miscalculations, oh, it comes back into play. And he never spoke on this when Black Lives Matters movement was at its height. Think about it, 2013, 2014, Ferguson, where, where Jay-Z is bailing prisoners out and doing protesters out and taking pictures and supporting Trayvon Martin and that family. What was Kaepernick? You know who he was? Taking his shirt off, bruh. He was, I knew Kaepernick back then. He was never talking about this. He meets Nessa 2015, all of a sudden, 2016, he gets benched. Flip flop. Not mad, that still doesn't disqualify you. But Nessa comes into play now. And we all know Nessa. Respect to her and her ethnicity, but it's not black. Okay? So now we got two leaders who don't even feel the weight hmm. of the consequences. So guess what hmm. you are allowed to do right now? Preach. Have convenience. Sick. Ain't no cosmetics <laughs> here, bro. What's your thoughts on that, man? Absurd, asinine, crazy. Fucking trash. I, I I hate when I heard it, I hated it just because it's it's so divisive, just like the division that you and that's created all with it was. That's it's, all it's, it was. it's not like Colin Kaepernick gonna get pulled over and they're gonna be like, oh, you're mixed, right? Oh yeah, you can go ahead. You know, like, like, dude, like, it's not like they look at Colin Kaepernick and see a white guy. It's not like they're gonna say, "Oh, where you from? You from Wisconsin? You're not from Compton, right?" Oh yeah, no, just go on about right. your day. That's trash, bro. Like, all I heard it's, out it's of, trash. All I heard out of that whole little clip was Jay Z a bigger celebrity, so I'm riding with him. Point blank, period. Because why is it a comparison of what Jay Z was doing in 2013 be. versus when Colin Kaepernick decides to? It, it 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 don't matter at all. It don't matter. That's just like saying, well, man, Martin and Malcolm and them was fighting for us in the '60s. So right. what y'all doing now, man? Get out of here, bro. Right. Like, and that's a that's a that's a solid point. And that's that's something that I wanted to bring up when I see this uh, when I see this device, divisiveness. Um, when I see the Marcellus Wileys, when I see the the Freddie Gibbs, when I see uh, the critique that come uh, at Jay on one side, um, and, I, and you know I was I was a little I would think I would like somebody on I understand Eric Reed being frustrated. See, I understand Cat being frustrated. I understand Nessa being frustrated. I understand all of them, but I feel like those people are intelligent enough to be like, yo, if somebody asks them a question about, it, I feel like they should be something like. You know, I'm not too sure what's going on. We ain't had no discussions. Let's have some discussions before we rush to judgment. For for them to Eric Reed to be tweeting saying Jay basically sold him out, and you got all these tweets, Jay a coon, Jay is this, Jay and that. It's it's we don't even know what it is. That man could have walked in there and said, "Yo, y'all want my help." Because this is basically what it is. Like, we know the NFL has an image problem with people who look like us. Mm -hmm. So you're going to come to someone like him. Y'all want my help? Cool. I can help y'all. What y'all going to do for people who look like me? And if that plan benefits us in the long run, I'm cool with it. But we don't know what it is. But see, they had an, uh, a, a different level of information than we are at. So we don't know no, what information true. to know. Now, now. Could he, Eric Reed, whatever he said, I only seen a few of them. Could yeah. he have worded things better? Absolutely. Yeah. But we don't know what level of information they yeah, had being true. so close to, you know what I'm saying, the situation. Mm -hmm. And that's another problem that I had was the thing that I didn't get, and I've seen this argument a lot, was, you know, 
well, you know, Eric Reed, you know, he he played for the NFL, you know what I'm saying? And he getting paid and, you know, they, you know, got their settlements, they signed NDAs, you know, the non-disclosure agreements. So, you know, why Jay-Z can't go get no money with them? I don't care about Jay-Z going to get no money with them, you know what I'm saying? I don't count nobody else's money, but the point that I don't understand is why does it matter if they had a lawsuit against the NFL? Facts. And if you have a lawsuit against somebody and we standing with you, we want you to get paid. Yeah. You you're not working. Yeah. Okay, boom. Here, take this. That's for, you know, them, I guess probably was just a, you know, we just want this thing to go away. Facts. Why do we need to know how much money that he received no, Why is that important we, we, to we this? Don't, we don't need to know. At all. We, we don't. We don't need to know the terms of that agreement at all. Like, and let me just say this too. I this is totally off, but I just was playing about my whole Jay Z thing. I love nah, Jay Z. Nah, I, 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 I love the Black Album and Reezy without just as any, just as much as anybody else. Just so we, just so we clear on that. Title deal still. Yeah, yeah, I just was playing. We still good. We still good. We still waving to a Billy. Yeah, yeah. But um, the the thing that's most important to me is. When, when we initially talked about it, I was like, the optics look bad. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he could have said things differently. Um, and you brought, like I said, you brought up the per- perfect point. Nobody is above criticism. If you see things that don't look right, he could. Is it, com- is it possible that Jay just did a shady deal? Of course. 100%. 100%. You, I don't know how deep y'all want to get into it, but I've been like really thinking about talk this. Talk about bro, it, like, man. A lot. So you, you talk about the social conscience of a person, mm-hmm. right? And as much as we we love rap from the street, we love dope rappers, we love Jay, we love Jeezy, we love Benny, we love Push. If any anybody is able to move a lot of weight, sell a lot of drugs, and see what that does to their community, and you like put it out of your mind just to get your bread, that's like selfish, right? Because you, because like, like, and you know, people rapped about this. Jay rapped about having survivor's guilt, survivor's remorse all the time. Other like people rap. You see, Jay shot his own brother. I was just finna say he shot his own brother. You know that. what I mean? He he shot his own brother. So it's not. Now I'm not saying he's still that same person, but is it possible of that it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it, it could be a shady deal? I, that's just looking at something with objectivity. You know what I mean? But it's. More importantly to me is, is this deal going to get us to our end goal? You know what I mean? Because there's more than one way, and I feel like people are either, yo, we don't want to work with the NFL, we want to achieve this, or it's another stance, well, we can still achieve it, but we might got to work with them. I don't know any major protest without, like, millions of people, I mean, uh, just, just tons and tons of bloodshed that has been successful without working with the per- person that you're protesting against. So, But are we protesting against the NFL, though? Like, no, it's, 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 it should be for social injustice. Yeah, that's what the initial thing for. It should be for social injustice and raising awareness and doing something about black people getting treated unfairly in the justice system, getting gunned down in the street by cops on video and nothing being done about it. That's what all this should be about. I just I find it just so hard to be optimistic because when situations like this happen, yep. it just reminds me so much about how this adoration that society has for celebrity can just blind them to in everything. so many ways and then just create a divide between us where you got the Marcellus Wiley's, you know, making them type of comments. You got people you know, Freddie, Freddie Gibbs. Gibbs, fuck Colin Kaepernick. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and it don't even have to be that. I just don't understand why it has to be 
we picking one, we picking the other. Like that's per- but that's that's perfect. And if you like, you say you take it back to the sixties. We knew Malcolm X said whatever about Martin Luther King back then. It's people, and it, 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 and I see it every year on Martin Luther King's birthday. I don't know how many super woke hotel uh, conscious folk that y'all see on social media when Martin Luther King back. That must call King a coon to this day. Wow. To this day, I see it and I get I get frustrated. I remember talking to my wife about it last year. I'm like, do you see this? Like, do you see it? It's the wildest thing because if you know he was in the trenches, if you know he was putting in the work, if you know he was uh, getting sprayed with the hoses, getting bitten by the dogs, being jailed for protesting, how can you ever say that? I feel like it doesn't have to be both. It doesn't have to be Martin or Malcolm. You know what I mean? Like, do, could you imagine back in the 60s if they pulled both together, how much would be done? You know what I mean? So, my point is, um, I hope that Jay and Cap do have a conversation. And Jay Cap and Eric Reed and, and everybody. And just be like, yo, if if this is what it is, if this is really about social change. Now, if this is not about social change, I will be the first to tell you. I will, I will walk back everything that I said. And, dog, like I said, I love Jay to the death. Music, and it, 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 it shaped my life. But bullshit is bullshit, bro. Yep. So if you if you out here pulling the wool over our eyes, you gotta call it for it. And then you know we we'll figure out what steps we take after that. But um I always say as much as I love Kanye, you know, we, we gave Kanye certain passes because he thought he was for us. Kanye started people think Kanye started wilding two years ago. Kanye was wilding on the on on the on the Jesus tour when he was trying to flip the Confederate flag for the uh, for the merchandise. Yeah, I thought he was bugging on that and and other and other just wild comments or whatever. But I feel like because he had a certain level of cachet when we thought he was fighting for us, we let we let it get a pass until it just became unbearable. Until we until we started seeing uh, do his comments the comments that he made the, the, did they show that he wasn't fighting for us? Who if Kanye West? I feel like what comments did he make to show he wasn't fighting? I for feel us? like openly embracing tell and I feel like openly embracing somebody whose rhetoric is damaging to us for him for him to say that um isn't that the same thing that's going no, on? No, no, because I feel like you can work. Okay, so I feel like Meek is fighting for justice reform, right? Right. But he's working with Robert Kraft to do so. To 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 get it done. He's part of that justice form coalition they did. Robert Kraft is cool with Trump. He wrote the Trump letter when 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 uh when he got elected. And he 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 sent it to him, your friend Robert Kraft or whatever. I don't I don't I I, I don't think it's the same as Kanye throwing on the hat. Throwing your full support uh, behind Donald Trump, saying you would have voted for him, saying this man, him, him, and they are the same because it's normalizing hateful rhetoric. It's normalizing rhetoric that's getting kids locked up in cages, or racism against Muslims, or telling Africans they come from shithole countries. It's normalizing that. It's it's a difference between trying to get in to me, and this might just be me. It's a difference between trying to get in and. Working from the inside, if I feel like we've been knocking on the door so long and we ain't been getting hurt or they throw us little crumbs, be like, okay, you know, y'all making a little noise, we're going to give y'all a little bit. We're going to give y'all a little bit just to quiet it down. Yeah, we might hire uh, such and such. We might have such and such do this. Or, you know, all right, we're going to settle out of terms with y'all. You know, just cool it down, whatever. It's the difference between trying to knock on the door and not getting hurt and somebody getting in there who Robert Kraft was talking about it two days ago. He was like, you know, 
my relationships with Jay-Z is what helped me with the Meek Mill situation. So now you got billionaires talking about justice and criminal justice reform. That's kind of, is like a trickle-down effect for um, getting uh, support behind politicians who can actually change these laws. But how can you, how can you um, have your eyes, you know, open to social injustice and then at the same time be buddy buddy with somebody that you just described that do all these things to different nationality muslims mexicans blacks like who often spews hate rhetoric in the public eye like every single day so like that's the thing that i don't understand You're like about robert Kraft. Pick any any gotcha. any gotcha. of these owners in the NFL. Pick any of them. Gotcha. Like clearly, these are guys from the '60s, '70s, '50s. Grew up with that mind state, and most of them still have that same mind state today. Some just a little more outspoken than others with it. But like I said, these guys are all buddy buddy with this same guy you just described. That's true. So it's like, are they playing both sides of the fence? And just like you said, hey, here, take this. You know, we'll quiet this down. Okay, cool. Let's 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 do this. You know, right. I'm you know, it, it's helping me with social injustice. Like, can these really be authentic views and you know, come come at it from um, a perspective of okay, I'm really 100 percent with you and still be friends with a guy like I that. I get you know, I I don't know if that's the case, but my answer to that would be, as long as what we need to get done gets done, we got to chalk it to a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. Lincoln freed the slaves not because black people needed to be free. He deep. He's Lincoln, Lincoln freed he the went, slaves not went, because <laughs> black people needed to be free. He just, but he just got deep. It, but because it, it affected the northern part of the country economically because the south had all, all the plantations and everything, right? And they had an advantage over them, which led to the Civil War. So it wasn't because, you know, all black folks needed to be slave, uh, be freed. It was because, no, you have an advantage. And if y'all don't free these people, we're going to do this. And it led to a whole war. And, you know, then we became free, uh, free, but um, it still got done. And we, yeah, and we still suffer from the effects of it, but it still got done. So my point is, Donald, Donald Sterling for the Clippers is probably, is, is definitely not the only owner in the NBA who felt the way that he felt. Mm -hmm. And for damn sure, you know, these owners in the NFL feel the same for way. Sure. I, but I, I, I think, I think we all smart enough to realize that. But if we get them to spend this money to make this change, and if it helps future, future generations, it's worth it. So when King was talking to, uh, when Martin Luther King was talking to the presidents uh, back then in his time, he knew these malls was racist. You just, you just heard the tapes of Ronald Reagan coming out, calling uh, the prime minister of Africa, telling them they was monkeys, right. talking, to, uh, talking to Nixon. You know what I mean? These malls was racist back then. And I hate the fact that you, ha that you have to work with them like I, I I hate the fact that we have to, but at the same time, the way that this country is constructed, we gotta kind of take it. It seems like we gotta take it from the inside out to make any significant change. Yeah. But that's just how I feel about it. It but, just I don't know. I just find it hard to just be so optimistic as I see others when you know I'm just looking at it from a different vantage point and mm -hmm. knowing the information that we know where. You know, we have people to say, hey, you know, we're going to contribute to this. We hear you now. Mm -hmm. But then 
do you hear every day on TV where these kids is locked up in cages and being separated from their families with right. your buddy? With your man. So it's how are you doing both? I don't understand that. No, to 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 give you a direct answer, I don't think Robert Kraft is 100% genuine. You can't be. You can't you can't I I I can't say that I'm cool with like I I don't want to be around any murderers, but my guy is shooting people in the head every day. Right. You know what I mean? I, I can't I can't say that. You know what I mean? So you can't blame blame, uh, blame both sides. But if that ten percent, fifteen, twenty percent of genuine changes lives for other mothers in the system, I'm at a point where, like we gotta take what we can get. Yeah. But how can you not have that same optimism when Kanye goes and speaks with Trump? This 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 how I feel about that because. I feel like you got to use how you feel about certain things because, like, admittedly so, both of y'all just said that y'all agreed that uh, the way this Jay-Z thing looks, mm. it looked kind of shady. And, on the, like I say, on the outside uh, looking in, it, it looked kind of bogus. Right. But knowing that what we know about Jay and what he's been doing over uh, the past couple years as, as far as Fighting for us for social, for social I feel like you, know? you gotta Kinda give kind, uh, Jay Z the benefit Of the doubt Cause he built up I, A level I of I feel shit. like Jay Z doing What he's doing Is At the very least Trying to fight For a seat at the table Okay I feel like Kanye doing What he did how he was like going like Kanye Like who was like Literally one of my heroes As a kid growing up And you right. know this Yeah Like Kanye, I, I felt so betrayed by everything Kanye did. Like he stood up there, say uh, George Bush doesn't uh, care about black people. He 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 was like literally making music for my soul and, yeah. and made me feel a certain way about myself. Then he get out there and go like so far out his way to be kissing ass and and buddy buddy with somebody who's literally could give two fucks about the people who look like me and you. I feel like. At the very least, like Jay might be fighting for a seat at the table. It's, it's still a chance that he is doing a Kanye move. We don't know because we got to see how the situation unfold. Right. I feel like what Kanye did was was trying to get a job in the kitchen. Okay. But see, we we giving Jay the benefit of the doubt, but at the end of the day, besides documentaries, do we really know what he's done? And I'm not saying that he's not done this oh. stuff. I'm I'm just playing devil advocate with do, everything do, do, that, do, I'm, do that, really, I'm, that I'm saying here. Because the at, the, at the beginning of this segment, yeah. what do we talk about? What's on the internet, what's real, and what's ain't real? Yeah. He ain't came out and said, I did X, Y, Z. Well, so it, that's just like saying with Kanye, we know that he went and spoke to Trump, but we don't know what he doing for social injustice that he haven't spoke that's, about. That's, that's true. That's true. J just playing devil advocate. Okay, just so I'm clear. So I mean, it's, it's, it's documented that him and Beyonce bailed out the protesters at Ferguson. It's documented that what he did for Meek Mill. It's documented the documented the several the Khalif Browder, Trayvon Martin documentaries that he did, the Meek documentary that he did, um, and other Rock Nation foundations for social injustice. When Twenty One Savage got hit up with his thing, Jay paid for his lawyers. All that's documented, but that still doesn't change the fact that we can look at it funny. You know, and Kanye could be doing. I, I, I seen reports of Kanye and Common doing stuff back here to create jobs for people uh, for mm -hmm. people in the inner cities. I seen those reports, but I think the thing that irked me the most about Kanye was I feel like he did a lot of it for attention. Like we discussed, a lot of that was happening when that album came out. It was to drive a lot of attention, and it was at the expense of these people suffering. True. My whole point with everything that I'm saying is that. It, it kind of goes back to the adoration we have for celebrities. Yep. Kanye has been out and open saying 
Yep. Been wilding and we like, nah, we ain't fucking with you right now. Facts. Jay Z ain't said nothing. We love you, so nah, this is cool. Go go ahead. Go go get in bed with him. Do whatever you gonna do. Right. You know what I'm saying? We we don't want to jump off the ledge just yet. Yeah. Like if that was Kanye doing the exact same thing, it'd be a total different story because we ain't really fucking with you. But that don't whether we fucking with you or not don't mean that you can't still get the work done. Got you. So I I just so feel like he, that's a little. Yeah. I feel what you're saying. And that, and I feel like you. I see the way that you would look at it. Man, fine. We good. Got anything else we want to touch on? I want to know because you you say you are playing devil's advocate, though, right? Right. So, like, what what's your stance on it, though? On the Jay Z thing? Yeah. I'm just kind of in the middle, like I said from jump. Like so, I, I just it, it looks bad, but I feel like we don't have enough information to really. So you waiting for it to unfold? Yeah, you, I, I feel like you have to wait to for it to unfold, and I feel like another reason. You know, people like that's how I asked you. Mm-hmm. You know, him not getting ownership does that change your stance? Because it feel like, like I said, we love Jay Z so much, we giving him this benefit of the doubt. Oh, if he on the team, you know what I'm saying? Kaepernick gonna get a job. Like y'all don't know what y'all talking about, fam. Like it's a lot of we relax. Like we we don't know no details. So mm-hmm. now he not getting ownership. He not going to be able to get Kaepernick a job like people said. So, you know, how are we looking at this now? Are we looking at this any different or are we still, nah, this is this is a good thing. Let's let's do it. I got you. Got you, got you, got you. Well, um, I think the last thing I want to say is, like, I just hope everybody can work together. I hope we can find some middle ground. We can all come together for the, uh, the, the ultimate goal, which is... Um, Social injustice Preventing all this stuff And we just need unity And that's why I wore the hat And the shirt baby Because we all can work Together You thought you know, that was so Rock Nation smart, hat But I'm still with Cap Because we can be a team You thought it was so you just smart. think If brother Malcolm And and the and Martin Luther King Jr. Would come I, together I bet you said You was like Ooh I'm gonna kill him with this I'm gonna kill him with it I'm gonna kill him with it man Because you know you laid that out it's, last it's night It's unity man. man It's unity And we, we all should come together For the greater good you know what I mean? For the greater good. This has been this week's episode of the Baselines and Beats podcast, man. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, please, please, please continue to support on all social platforms. Z, black man, my brother. Holla at the people. Power to the people. Uh, Still yeah. holla at them. Go power. All right, dude, shut up. <laughs> uh, go, go ahead, like, subscribe to this, uh, share everything, hit that like button, share it with your friends, tell a friend to tell a friend, tell your mama to tell her friends too. Uh, before we get out of here, got to give a special congratulations and shout out to my older sister and my cousin who is like my sister. Uh, they just opened up their restaurant in Hammond, Indiana. The Soul Sisters is- Cafe, baby! Yep, yep, yep. So the address is 6217 Kennedy Ave, Hammond, Indiana. I know for a fact they open Thursday through Saturday right now. So if you're looking for some good food on the weekends, go holler at the Soul Sisters Cafe. Tell them I sent you. I don't know if that's going to get you no discount, but it's definitely going to get you a big smile. So definitely go on over and holler at them, get that good food. Shout out to them, man. I'm so super, super proud of y'all, man. Shout out to them. Stop trying to steal my sister, bro. Shout out, hey, shout out Nene, shout out Gia, man. We, uh, hey. I'm, I'm your hey, real brother hey, anyway. Hey, shout out to Courtney I'm and the, Sydney. Yo, dog. Keep, my, keep my sister's name. Hey, nah, out hey shut up. Hey, shout out to Zach, bro. You know, uh, yeah, shout, yeah, shout out to Zach. <laughs> Shout, shout out to, What's your brother name Adrian nah, nah, hey, hey, Adrian Yeah Shout out to my Shout out shout to your mama shout man out, Shout out to your mama <laughs> Say, shout, out to, shout out What up granny <laughs> Hey man Leave my granny out Nah your granny My granny now <laughs> What up granny <laughs>
This has been this episode of Baseline's Beast Podcast. Shield say Go ahead, Shields. I let the people, man. Nah, just, just, just I, I, I'm done. I'm done. Who you texting? Rich? Whoa. You texting Rich? It's getting hot. Getting heavy. Yo, know, they texting his wife like, man, Javon is <laughs> after the food today, man. Peace out. We'll be back.